Hey everybody! Welcome to the Chalk Dirty Show. This is Monica Hilton and I am here with Kyle Holman. Today is the episode about training. So we figured it would be best to kick off our podcast with a little bit of background on both of our training histories and what we've done in the past because it might help you a little bit in terms of um, where you've been, where you might want to go, where we have some expertise in giving advice. And uh, so we're excited about this show today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, to get started, I was uh, born March 17th, 1980. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't you uh, start there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, um, I mean, for those of you that do know me, I mean, I've always had a sports background. I mean, I grew up playing three sports uh, through everything and through high school, and um, but then just you know really found a love for, for baseball all along. Um, so ended up uh, playing baseball in college. So uh, that was an interesting adjustment uh, going to a Division One level and. Um, you know, really helped me uh, really get fully into training. I had a strength coach at Ball State and, um, man, just learned a lot from that. And that's really kind of where I got my passion for coaching uh, was doing that. So um, beyond that, CrossFit was kind of a natural thing for me uh, because uh, when I got done playing baseball, um, I missed the competition of it. Uh, it was kind of weird going in the gym and not really having a goal or reason as to why I was training um, so, you know, kind of having a score to your workout and things like that um, were always, um, that's, that was appealing to me. So, uh, lifted a ton, always lifted uh, throughout baseball. Um, for those of you who know the sport, I played outfield. You don't really need much fitness to be out there. So, <laughs> um, you know, you, you sprint to catch a fly ball and then you might stand there for a long time before you have to do anything again. So, um, yeah, that was interesting coming into CrossFit with uh, basically doing like three reps and breathing hard. But um, I did a little bit of powerlifting uh, after I was done playing baseball. Uh, so uh, basically what I'm getting at is, I mean, hey, I'm a meathead. I like to lift. I like to pick things up and put them down. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's always where I kind of gravitate towards. I think you told me once, though, that you literally got done with school and there wasn't much reason when you walked in the weight room to be motivated by anything, right? Like yeah. you were literally like, what am I training for? What do I do now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember the first time I really hit the gym after that and like, I, I wasn't really used to having a plan really because I always had a strength coach telling me what to do. Even though my major was exercise science, I mean, I know what to do, but um, I remember sitting down in the gym and just being like, okay, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> um, yeah, so it was weird not um, having a goal like, you know, trying to be better at baseball. I just uh, was kind of sitting there. So it was kind of a weird three, six months there where I really didn't have anything. Do you feel like that's kind of what people experience though now, even like if you had a, like a Planet Fitness membership or like your your typical like global gym membership because you're walking into the gym and if you don't have an exercise science degree or you haven't been doing something, you know you're supposed to do fitness, right? <laughs> right. Like what? But there's still a huge weight room right. in front of you or a whole line of treadmills and ellipticals. And even those, it's like if no one's ever showed you how to use an elliptical, right. I mean... Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, um, you know, if you're at Planet Fitness, they don't let you do a lot of lifts anyway, but they, they have pizza and donut night and stuff. But um, no, anyway. Um, yeah, no, I think that's a big thing where people fail is, is just not knowing what to do. Um, I mean, you, like you said, you look at all this equipment, I mean, especially at those big gyms. I mean, there's all these group fitness classes and free weights and machines and 
all the cardio equipment, treadmills, ellipticals, bikes, and it's just like, man, where do I even begin? It's it's cheap, but that's the point. It's like <laughs> right. you have all this stuff at your disposal, but it's cheap because no one's helping you. Right. And I think that transitions well into why when I started Kaha, I believe in the group format. Yeah. Everything that we have here is class-based. Right. So I just think going into any environment, especially when you don't know what you're doing, like... Man, like, I guess I was thinking about this the other day. People are about to go out and spend, a, like, over $1,000 on this iPhone. Right? right, right. But they are now complaining that, like, fitness or eating healthy is too expensive. <laughs> right. So, I guess, where are you, where, when you're investing Where your are your money, priorities lie? Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, what, like, what are you doing? So, because um, people always say, like, what's the, what, you know, why is CrossFit so much more expensive? Or why is group fitness more expensive than sure. just a typical global gym membership and and that was kind of one of the things when i started is because you need help like if you don't know what you're doing get someone who the the phone is a good example like i mean you can pay a really low amount for a flip phone yeah yeah. um you know uh, right yeah i mean andrew luck i guess has a flip phone so good for him but um yeah you can get a flip phone with basically nothing but calling and maybe you have to still use t9 to text um but uh, yeah, or you can get an iPhone with all these features and things. It's it's you know it's no different with your training. I mean, you can pay a very low membership and walk in every day and have no idea what you're doing and yeah. really not get any better. Yeah. Or you can go somewhere that um, a you have a community of people around you. Yeah. Um, but you have somebody leading you and, and telling you what to do. All the cool features. Yeah. Um, to get you motivated and get you going. I think the other key is finding something that you enjoy. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like I've met people who love rowing. Right. I occasionally like to row. Sure, that's fine as part of a workout. Um, you might love ballet, so bar is your jam, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, I feel like unless you've experimented with a bunch of different things yeah. um, and found something that you really appreciate, or maybe like myself, I appreciate the variety. Yeah. So I don't want to be um, at a boxing gym where, like, I love I love mixed martial arts and I love you know, body combat. Right. But if that was my workout every day, yeah. I'd be over it real quick. Right. So I think part of it is finding what at least motivates you. And, and that doesn't necessarily need to be a specific thing, meaning right. I don't, you know, just love this. I could love the variety. Right. So I think that's part of my background is just like, I feel like I've tried everything and it wasn't till I realized that variety is what yeah. motivates me. Well, it's like we talked about. I mean, the most important thing is finding something you, you personally are going to be consistent with. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I talked about my background. Your background is very different than mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have things that, uh, not that you don't enjoy lifting, but you have things that are, are your jam and, and they're basically the opposite of mine. Yeah, um, sure. But that's what you find at a gym. I mean, the most important thing is that we're all doing something to be better than we were yesterday, yeah. to be the best version of ourselves, to be healthy. So yeah. whatever that is. And also to work your weaknesses. So yeah. you and I are a really good example of that. You and I go to train together and... if given the opportunity, you'd be like, I want to lift all the things. (laughs) And while I like lifting, I'm like, I want to do all the cardio stuff. Like, can we burpee for 45 minutes straight? Is (laughs) that okay with you? Said no one ever. uh, (laughs) Um, But but that's the thing is you're like, yes, let's do some burpees because you know that you need to work your weakness, which is fitness. And I need to build in some strength. So, you know, us training together doesn't always necessarily mean we're doing the exact same thing because... We, right. we both have what we want to do, right. but you have to, like like you've said to me, make sure that you are, you know, building your building on your weakness without compromising right. your strength. 
Right. So I mean, it's like you brought up earlier. I mean, um, people always talk about even if you go to, to the big box gyms or whatever, um, how many articles have been written about finding a training partner. Right. Um, because of the accountability. You know, it's very easy if you just don't feel like waking up in the morning or you don't want to go to be like, ah, you know, because you're not letting anybody down except yourself. Yeah. Um, but if you have a training partner that now you have to text yeah. or whatever and be like, oh, I'm not going to make yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, that helps yeah. uh, to have that. So to your point earlier, just having that group setting. Um, I mean, that's once again, going to my background. That's why I love team sports. I mean, um, man, that's what I miss the most about it, is having guys that I was in the trenches with and playing with, and we all had to compete together. Yeah. Um, that was what was so awesome about it. And, and I see it every day here and uh, whether it's group fitness, cycling, um, or CrossFit, like, man, you got a group of people that come from a million different backgrounds and a million different, uh, fitness levels and strength levels, but man, we're just all trying in here trying to get better. Yeah. So. And it's, it's just funny how that can change the dynamic too, of any given class. You know, right. sometimes you come in and you're just having that day where you're like, right. it took everything I had to get myself to come through this door. And all of a sudden, you know, there's four people that you really like are in class, or there's that one person that just cracks you up right. and you're like, yes, this is going to be a better experience. Now, are you ever going to get that when you hop on the treadmill by yourself? Probably not. <laughs> right. So, I mean, right. the, that's why I just love the, the group environment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, we started this episode talking about backgrounds and Monica is just really trying to build up her background. That's why she hasn't mentioned it yet. <laughs> so, so why don't you tell everybody where you, where, you know, where you came from in the fitness world or where, what your journey was? Uh, it's, it's actually kind of funny and I have a PR and marketing degree, so I don't, I, my background is definitely not in um, sports. I danced in high school. Um, so when I got out of college, I worked at an athletic club selling memberships and then, um, I just realized later in life, after I worked in IndyCar for 10 years, that um, helping people through fitness is just a passion of mine. You know, having having right. people people's lives changed through being able to, it, it can be as simple as like, I was sedentary at a desk, or I want yeah. to spend more time being active with my kids, or I want to add some years to my life, or I just don't like what my life is like because right. I'm not in shape right now. Yeah. Um, and so I just, that just, it was like a, tugging on my heartstrings thing to help yeah. people out. And so I, I was a beach body coach before yeah. I ever got into teaching group fitness. And then when I opened the gym here, when we were, when we were only group fitness, I was teaching like 12 to 14 yeah. to 16 classes a week. Um, everything from mixed martial arts to yoga, uh, grit, which is our hit training class, um, body pump, which, you know, our group strength training class. So like that was kind of overwhelming, but still, I just loved the the group environment so yeah, much that it got absolutely. me through. So um, then I discovered CrossFit. So um, it's not at all like I've abandoned the group fitness side. It's just um, I'm I'm learning all the different things we have under our roof and how all yeah. of them kind of uh, affect my results, if you will, so that I can share it with people. Right. So absolutely. Well, man, to your point, I mean, we've both been in the corporate world, um, okay. you know, and talk about sitting there at a desk and. Um, you know, it's very hard to get started, mm -hmm. um, but man, you will waste away at that desk. Um, yeah, from posture to bad nutrition <laughs> right. and like even this, just the overall daily stress of like, what am I doing right, right now? Like I don't have, I don't have the, the freedom to be able to do this and, and my body feels it, you know, right. like even just the mental stress. Right. To, I feel like that should be an upcoming episode. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the corporate world, man, that's like a little world of its own um you don't really know it unless you're in it but yeah i mean we've talked about that before if it's 
you know, somebody's birthday, somebody's graduation. (laughs) Something is always going on. Corporate donuts. Um, Yeah, absolutely. So that makes it tough. But um, that's why it's just so important, like we said, to find something you love. And the only way to find stuff you love to do in training is to try new things. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously we have this gym here that we really love, um, but ultimately our goal is to help people in whatever yeah. way. So whether you are listening to us in Indianapolis and want to come try a free class, awesome. But if you're listening to us in um, Indonesia right now, um, you know. Yeah, we might have some Indonesia we, listeners, yeah, I feel yeah like for Turkish, sure. Like maybe yeah. Yeah. all of our Swedish followers, we just want to help you find some way to get active and we feel like that way is right. find something that makes you motivated right so right chalk dirty show worldwide yeah really is what someday it comes down to. yeah well we got our <laughs> daily sponsor here going on so absolutely <laughs> um well cool um anything else for today i think we're good look for the next ep- episode coming soon awesome we'll see you later guys